Hello and welcome to Love Signals. My name is Michaela McDonald and I will be your host as we go on a journey of exploring all of the ways that love is sending signals to us and through us. Welcome back everybody. This is episode 50. Here we are. I feel like I want there to be confetti and uh, tiny, tiny trumpets. <laughs> I feel really excited for this episode. If you aren't familiar already, um, in this podcast, for every you know, tenth episode, so the tenth episode, the twentieth, thirtieth, fortieth, and now here the fiftieth, I like to do a past ten episode review. So I'm going to be reviewing episodes 41 through 49. I know that's actually only nine, but you'll see what I mean as we go through it. Because I love this process of creating and adjusting and creating and reflecting. And I think that there's so much juice that we can get out of our lives when we take some time to reflect and see how all of the parts weave together and interact. So it's morning time here on a Wednesday, which feels fun because I know the podcast uh, for this week is out today. And I'm actually recording for next week because when this episode airs, I will be in Hawaii. I'm going on vacation. It's very exciting. I haven't been to Hawaii in about a decade. And that place is very, very dear to my heart. I spent a lot of time there growing up as a kid, lived there for a bit, spent a lot of summers there with my mom. And I get to take my beloved partner, Dylan, out there with me. And I am so excited to see Hawaii through his eyes and to experience whatever it's like now. So picture me there <laughs> if you like. Anyway, so that's that's that info. And I love that with podcasting, I can make this and schedule it and you all can still experience a consistent presence of Love Signal podcast episodes in your lives, uh, even while I'm away. So that feels like ah, the wonders of technology. It's really great. <laughs> all right, so let's dive in. So in our last review episode, which was episode 40, I talked a lot about choice, and that seemed to kind of be the the theme that I realized was present um, as I looked at, you know, the, all those 30, 30 episodes in the 30s, <laughs> so to speak. And as I've been reflecting on these episodes from the 40s, I'm struck by how much there's an emphasis on presence. I'll read through the titles here in a moment, um, and you'll notice that as well just from the titles. I also feel like there's been such a beautiful, warm breath of fresh air that has come in in these past 10 episodes, and that's something I specifically talked about, and it's something that I notice in a more holistic way that feels really appropriate for springtime. I think about the way that in spring the the wind will start to get warmer you know it's like in fall the wind is has a chill to it but i think in spring not always but there's some days where you can feel the promise of summer and warmth in the wind it starts to find its way into the landscape and i i feel that this like warm 
inhale, exhale of springtime and waking up. Um, so I feel the earth waking up. I feel my own heart. I feel some kind of renewed energy happening in these last episodes as well. And there's also a theme of really honoring how much love and God are tied for me. And it feels so exciting to get to explore all of that. So I will read through the titles now. Episode 41, Love Lives in the Present. Episode 42, The Gift of Presence. Episode 43, Your Inner Child Loves Your Presence. <laughs> Episode 44, The Secret Gift of Pausing. Episode 45, How Do You Sense Love's Messages? Episode 46, Do You Need a Reminder? Episode 47, Feeling God's Love. Episode 48, Waves of Love. And episode 49, Let Love Flow Through You. <laughs> so fun. Love, 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 love. <laughs> so one of the things I like to do in these review episodes is just kind of briefly touch on each one and see if any new insights bubble up as I'm exploring and revisiting the themes from each episode. And I encourage you all to use this review as one, it's a great summary. If you're like, you know what? I don't really feel like I'm new to the podcast and I don't really feel like listening to all of those, but I'd love a summary. All of these review episodes are great for that. And also, if you feel like the themes that I talk about for a specific episode excite you or make you curious, then this is a great way to be like, hey, go go back to that one if you've already listened to it or listen to it for the first time if you're just doing an overview. So it feels it just, ah, I love it. I love a review. <laughs> All right. So let's dig in. Episode 41, Love Lives in the Present. I think, you know, in a way, um, these first three, or at least the first two kind of merge for me in my reflection of them, of the love lives in the present, and then 42, which is the gift of presence. Because I was just so oh, vibing with this idea of presence and getting really honest with ourselves of where do you live? Where are you living in your day-to-day -day life? And also exploring like the power of the present moment. And this is where I also reflected quite a bit on the mini Course in Miracles, which is a really lovely book that talks about love, that talks about freedom, that talks about choice and choosing to be present, choosing to connect with love. And I just think that so much of our suffering occurs because we're not in the present moment. We are living in the past or the future. And that's been said many times, but I, I feel like I'm starting to live that out and really feel it and experience it for myself. And I wonder if that's been true for any of you. And one of the fun things that I share in all of this, and this might also be in episode 43, but I think it's just episode 42, the gift of presence when we are really present with another person, it's a gift. And you've probably experienced that. You probably know what that's like to receive 
someone's presence, excuse me, and to feel that they're just really there with you, just deeply present with you. And I talk uh, in this episode 42 about co-counseling and this, which is this process where, um, at least to my understanding, where you take turns listening to each other, you do not respond, you do not interrupt, and you just think highly of the person as you're listening to them. And then you switch and there's no need to reply. It's just deep listening and and being received as somebody deeply listens to you. And uh, it's such a beautiful thing. I, I've practiced this with various people in my life and, and played with themes of it. My best friend and I, we do these masterminds about business and life and budgeting and whatever it is that we want to work on. And she really, she reflected on this theme before one of our recent masterminds and said, we get to listen to each other with and, and think highly of each other. <laughs> and it just made me so happy uh, to think about how, yeah, in that mastermind space, which we, we've always taken turns, you know, with um, who's kind of talking and just like getting to have the floor and say all the things. Uh, we've always taken turns and it was so fun to, consciously think about yeah that this is a form of co-counseling that we're thinking highly of one another and we're not interrupting and then there's like a little bit of time where the person who's spoken will kind of ask for reflections and then the person who's listening will share um and then we switch and i know that we always you know we can't help ourselves but think highly of one another but it was so fun to bring in that emphasis and uh and that, to me, that's just such a cool way that co-counseling can exist in maybe like a more business or entrepreneurial space. <laughs> so giving the gift of your presence, right? So love lives in the present. That's episode 41. This is where we're kind of just starting to explore like, wow, what, you know, what is possible if we really become present and choose to be present? There's this quote from the mini course for life which is that mini Course in Miracles book that says, within the freedom of this present moment, we can extend our natural loving nature. And that really makes me think about how love is so abundant in the present moment and we can connect with our own natural loving nature and the love that flows from God to us and through us the more that we are present. And I just, it just, Ah, I love that. I love that so much. And and then as we go on to episode 42, that's where I started to ask more like, where are you living? Are you living in the past? Are you living in the future or some imagined other realm? <laughs> and it's and I talked about, you know, practicing being present and how much I have been getting from that, which I've been sharing here already with you all. Um and I even talked about ways to practice being present. So I talked about how prayer is a form of like presencing myself, somatic awareness, which would be awareness of my body and what my body is experiencing in the moment, to gratitude, gratitude for what is, you know, the the sun on my face, the sound of the birds, the clothes making me cozy and warm, this water I get to drink, whatever it might be. Um, and then deep listening which is then where I riff on this idea of co-counseling and all of that. So yeah, it's, ah. And part of what I I love about the present moment too is the more that we're present with things, I think the more we're touched and impacted by how precious things are, by how 
ephemeral and temporary things are. And then we feel the preciousness of it. And that almost becomes this really beautiful virtuous cycle where the more we're aware of how precious things are, the more we want to be present with them. That might be something you've experienced in your life where um, you know you have to say goodbye to somebody soon. And so then you're like, oh, I just want to spend more time with you before you have to go. Um, like if somebody's moving away. Or I feel like for me, like the last few bites of a dessert, like I really savor it more, like I'm more present with it because I'm like, it's almost over. <laughs> so letting ourselves be aware of how everything is truly fleeting on some level to let the preciousness of what is register. You will never have this day again. You will never have this exact moment again. And not to send you into existential dread, but really to wake up in you the, the keen appreciation for life and for being here now. So then in episode 43, this was so fun because this was, you know, I think it was right around the spring um, equinox. And so it's like, ah, spring is here. And I was just really feeling it in my environment here in the desert. And it just made me think about themes of like, okay, well, what's the springtime of our life? And um, and I started to think about how being a child is kind of like the springtime of our lives. And this was such a wonderful natural segue to talking about inner child work, because I do believe that we all have that inner child that we once were lives with us on some level in our hearts and in our minds and, you know, both conscious and subconscious parts of our minds. And so giving this gift of our presence to that inner child is one of the most healing things I've encountered in my self-development journey. And I talk about ways to do that with tapping, with visualization, with love letters, with even just trying to invite your inner child along with you to be there with you for a walk or for, you know, like, oh, what do I want to do with this chunk of free time I have? What would my inner child like? And this is so beautiful because it can invite in a very playful and honest aspect of ourselves. Yeah, it's like our, our inner child can help inspire us to be filled with wonder as we experience life. So that that one's really fun and deep too because, you know, doing inner child work, that's like, that's really profound stuff. So it's, I, I really go over it quite a bit in that one. And if inner child work is something you're familiar with, but you just want to hear more about it, it's a great episode. If you feel like that's super new to you, another great one to look at. It's just, it's a really solid episode there. The next episode is The Secret Gift of Pausing. This was episode 44. And this one is so fun to me because it was really an in-the-moment, while I was recording, epiphany that I had. Because I think I was talking about being present. And as I had been thinking about it over the you know prior weeks, I was realizing like, wow, being present so often, the, the action of it looks like taking a pause, just taking a moment to notice my surroundings, to notice what I feel in my heart, to notice what I'm hearing if I'm listening to somebody. Like there's these pauses or these breaths that I'm taking. And 
it also made me realize how how much that was part of the year-long love letter writing process. I would, you know, for the first half when I was living in Colorado, I would walk down to the front porch, usually around sunrise, and get all set up with my tea and my music in my ears. I was listening to like Claude Debussy and Eric Satie. Very, mm, so good. Really nice for the morning time. And the birds would fly by and the sun would be starting to do its warm glow. And I would just pause. I would, you know, maybe I'd even open my notebook and write the date. And then I'd just look around me and pause. And then I'd write a little and then I'd, ah. Oh. And there was just so much pause built into that practice. And it almost feels like this covert aspect of the love letter project for that year Because it's so easy to emphasize, oh, I wrote 365 love letters over the course of a year. And I, and here's what I got from it, right? And I feel so good and all these things changed in my life. But actually there's this secret kind of hidden (laughs) gift, the secret gift of pausing that was woven in all throughout that because it's so easy to discount the inaction, the, the empty space, but I actually think that those are the moments where I felt the true power of this love signals experience the most. And, oh, this episode was just so fun. I I feel like not only did I discover that in the episode, but I was able to really riff on it and explore this idea deeper and even give you all ideas for how to introduce little pauses into your life and let those be ways to feel love, feel God's love for you and to like open up to it, to start to connect to it in these little moments, these little touch-in moments that really all it requires is, I'll do it right now, just hand on heart, take a breath. It's so nice. And I did introduce kind of um, a question for myself in this one of, hmm, I wonder, are there any questions or kind of thought experiments that my brain naturally goes to and that maybe is kind of impacting the filter I have when I take a pause? And would I encourage you all to like have certain kind of thought moment question experiments in your mind in those pause moments? And as the episodes go on and I circle back with that, I basically land on, no, you're good. Like, just let let the pause be a pause. And I do think, as I'm reflecting now, that incorporating times where you're consciously choosing to connect with love, whether that is through love letters or prayer or some kind of meditation practice or something else, but just where you're consciously choosing to connect with your heart, connect with love, connect with this this bigger sense of love, that does seem to start to alter the internal resting place. And so I think that probably added to the sense of peace that I felt in those moments of pause. But I also think that simply by giving love room by pausing that we can feel it that it starts to inevitably fill in those gaps fill in that space those pauses those breaths 
So play with it. See how you like. See what happens. <laughs> um, okay, so then episode 45. Yes, how do you sense love's messages? That's a lot of S's. How do you sense love's messages? And I remember I was very particular about using the word sense rather than feel or hear or see or, you know, other descriptive words there because I wanted the word sense because it's more inclusive of all the ways that we could perceive love's messages. We could hear them. We could feel them. We could taste them. We could see them. You know, there's, we have so many senses. And so I love that kind of broad word for that. And this is a really fun episode if you like the Enneagram, because I talked about the Enneagram and the book, The Sacred Enneagram by Christopher Hewitts, which is such a great book. I, you know, I started it and then I stopped. I have um, a bit of a push-pull relationship with Enneagram books because I like them so much, but then I start to think about, I'm a nine and nines kind of relate to all of the types. And I always have like a little bit of type existential crisis when I read Enneagram books because I'm like, but is this me? <laughs> Which is a very nine thing to feel actually. But um, anyway, so I, I can just, sometimes they can be really exciting and uplifting, but then sometimes they can be kind of like disorienting for me. So I enjoyed what I read and I'm taking a break and I'm, I'm sure I'll circle back when I'm ready. Um, but this, this book is so beautiful because he really does talk about ways to balance each of the types and specifically um, forms of prayer, kind of presencing prayer. And, and he talks about like these prayer postures even that are most beneficial to the different types and the different groups. And I talk about the three um, intelligence centers from the Enneagram, which are, you know, the instinctive or gut center, the feeling center, the heart, and the thinking center. And I also think that's a beautiful framework because we all have those three intelligence centers. I think it's just whichever one is the most kind of dominant and leading intelligence center for us. And so thinking about, okay, my gut, my heart, my mind, these three collaborate together to help guide me through life. And how can I, by acknowledging the presence of all three, bring more balance and, and uh, receive the gifts of these three? Yeah. So just, yeah, thinking about how do we sense love and starting to explore ways to sense love. It's, oh, it's a fun one. Um, okay. Episode 46 do you need a reminder? Oh, this was so sweet. I remember right before this episode, I was talking to my partner, Dylan, and saying, I'm just, gosh, I just, I don't know. I just don't feel that much excitement for recording. And I, I just, I don't know. And he said, wow, it sounds like you need a breath of fresh air. And there was something about the way he said it that carried with it this feeling of like, it's inevitable. It's inevitable. Like you need a breath of fresh air and it's on its way. And that was also so validating too of like, oh, right. Yeah. Sometimes we just need some kind of freshness to be breathed into whatever it may be we're working on. And this is part of why I love committing to something and showing up again and again, day after day, week after week, whatever the cadence is. 
because you do hit these moments of, "Ah, I don't know, I'm just not really feeling it. But then if you stay with it and kind of stay and, you know, stay with it through the times where you're like, ah, that wasn't my best or I just didn't feel that inspired or, it, you know, I didn't get that hit of joy that I usually get <laughs> from doing that activity or whatever it is. You end up deepening the whole journey and there is more juice on the other side. And I'm not saying to always push through when you're not feeling like great about things, but there's, there's, um, there's a nuanced space there. And that's why I preface this with, you know, making a commitment. And in my love signals book, I talk a lot about committing to things that your heart says yes to that really let it be that you you're choosing to follow through with the things that and you choose to agree in the first place to things that feel deeply right, deeply congruent. Because I think that then when you hit maybe those rough moments or those like uninspired moments, you know, you know what? My heart really does want to do this and let's just see what happens. I'm going to keep showing up and let's just see what happens and see what comes next. And maybe that's an opportunity to practice faith. I think that's really what came in for me here. And I feel like the episodes since that one have been really juicy and I'm so glad that I kept going, right? Because that's that's always the the potential the lurking potential of um moments where we have doubt or kind of disenchantment with a project, especially a creative one, is that we might stop, right? But if we don't and we get to experience what's on the other side, oh, what a what a beautiful, beautiful realization that so much more life and energy and fresh air and all of that is on the other side of those moments where we might feel kind of meh. Yeah. And I also in this episode talk about, you know, ways that we can ask for reminders of love, for reminders that God is here with us, that love is here with us, that we're supported and because sometimes we do forget. And so sometimes when, when we're in a state of remembering, what if we took that opportunity to say, hey, please remind me when I forget. Please help me feel your love. And this, I think I touched on this, but maybe I didn't. I love letting nature and certain signs and symbols in nature be reminders for me. Um, like let them, I, I, I let, you know, a dragonfly flying by be like, oh, that's a love signal. And a bird, oh, that's a love signal. <laughs> and uh, when I see the moon, it's like, oh, that's a love signal. So I, insp- I, I invite you all to let certain things that you know you'll see throughout your day-to-day life become love signals to you, become kind of embodiments of that reminder from love and from God. So try it out. See how that goes. <laughs> um, okay. So then, da, 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 da. so there I was asking for a breath of fresh air, wanting that, craving that. And then we move on to episode 47, feeling God's love. And this was such a vulnerable and kind of raw and honest episode that felt so good to do. It felt a little freaky, <laughs> but also really good to do where I started to talk out loud about these experiences that I've been having with 
God and God's love, and then even Jesus Christ, which I, as I say a lot in that episode, I feel kind of nervous to say that out loud. I think I've just grown up um, being around, and maybe it's just normal in our pop culture to be like, oh, that's like really, you're like really Christian if you say that. (laughs) Um, But I really, I really have felt this deep and profound love from Jesus in my life and in my heart. And as I let the the nervousness about saying his name in a public way (laughs) dissolve in this moment, I feel, I feel it now. I feel his love now. I, it's so beautiful and it's, it's just really profound. And so it feels really important to talk about that experience because it does feel like how my love signals journey is progressing is that You know, it started as like, oh, it's self-love and it's fun. And it's like kind of just like a way to, you know, fill myself up with a sense of love so that I don't feel like I need to look for it outside of myself so much, right? Like that's kind of maybe the starting point. And then I started to write these love letters. And it's almost like love was like, oh, you want to play? You want to hang out with us? Like, okay, let's do this. And then with those pauses that I take and with just this opening of my heart, I felt love meet me in such a big way and then as I've continued to deepen my relationship with love signals with writing the book with doing this podcast I felt this profound presence of love and it really does feel that it's God God is love and this is God's love and then as I've gotten deeper in that it's like oh my gosh well in in this experience of God, there's also this experience of this man who was God's son and, and his love and, and the way that he loved people so much that he wanted to sacrifice himself to basically kind of wipe the slate clean for the rest of us so that we could just exist in love simply by opening our hearts and our minds to him. And so it's like, anyway, I'm, I'm still very deep in process with it, but I, I really respect people who are able to deeply honor the love of Jesus in their lives. I, and I think in the past I have um, just kind of overlooked that or dismissed it as, oh, okay, yeah, it's, that's so religious and it's so this and that. And I do think that there are lots of issues with religion and things get weird when they're codified that way and organized that way but when I look at the true source you know when you go to the source when you go to that direct connection and this is something I really emphasize in that episode is that having a direct connection with God a direct connection with Jesus it feels so different and it's like right that's where love is pure that's where that's where like you're fully held in that embrace of pure love and all the ways that kind of, you know, like funkiness wants to creep in. It's not there. It's just that pure connection. And it's, it's really beautiful. So then, mm -hmm. oh yeah. Okay. Before I move on, I wanted to touch on, I start talking about this idea and this has been a theme through many, many of the episodes, but of how can I let God guide me. 
And what if God has been guiding me all along? And how can I be an even better vessel and, and window of God's light and God's love for the world and a unique form of love that can touch the hearts of others? And that's something that I feel like I really talked about more in the next episode, which was called Waves of Love, episode 48, where I really, oh, it was so, it felt so right to honor my grandmother, um, my mother's mother, because it was the 10-year anniversary of the day that she died. And she's just such a wonderful woman. And her dates, like dates around her life and death have really been important in my life because... um and with Love Signals specifically, um, when I chose to move away from Colorado and out to California halfway through the love letter year, I got this hit because I, I realized I wanted to do it in late November, mid-November. And then I was laying in bed one night and it's almost like I felt my grandmother talking to me and I just felt this like move on the 1st of January and that was her birthday. It's like do it just let that be a day. Let let grandma and her love be with you and carry you forward to this next chapter. And so that just, anyway, I feel so nice. Um, also, how cool to be born on the first day of the year. It's very, I don't know, it feels very thorough of her in a certain way. <laughs> um, and I realized uh, in last week's episode, episode 49, that the first, the very first episode of this entire podcast, episode one, was published on the nine-year anniversary of my grandma's death, uh, which is April 25th. Um, so it's like, wow, she's just really here. <laughs> she's just really here and really part of it. And in episode 48, I really spend time reflecting on the ways that she chose to show love to to myself, to my mom, to my uncle, and just my family in general, and to the world in general. And waves of love is a phrase that she said to me that feels so lovely of, you know, I'm, I'm sending you waves of love. Look out for them. <laughs> and uh, I feel them even now. I feel her and her love now. And in this episode, I really explore like how she chose to take really simple things and make them full of love. And I feel like she lived a life that, especially in her later years, the ones I'm more familiar with, where she found ways to bring beauty and bring love in all the nooks and crannies of life. And it doesn't, and, it, and it's inspiring to me because it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be grand. It doesn't have to be, you know, that you change your whole life to invite more love in. It can be in the quiet moments and in the small gestures that love seeps in and, and saturates every facet, every corner. Yeah. And, and this is such a fun thought experiment to me of what if waves of love are being sent to us? You know, she named it, but what if that's basically what we're doing to each other all the time as we think about each other fondly and feel love for, you know, I have so many friends and loved ones who are far away and I send them waves of love all the time. I don't know if I'd describe it exactly that way, but I think of people and I feel love for them. And I know 
so much of reality moves in waves, right? Waves, wave particles and all of that, you know, quantum stuff. And so love does move in waves, I think. <laughs> and what if waves of love are finding us from the past, from the future, from the present? And what if we all are, you know, these beacons of God's love and sending love out in this profound way? Like, there's, anyway, you know, what if, what if? I, I like to consider that possibility. <laughs> all right, so episode 49, the last of this, the 40s zone, was called Let Love Flow Through You. And I, uh, I almost named this episode Collaborate with Love because it feels like it's so much about, hey, you don't have to do it alone. And actually, I, the more I deepen my relationship with love, the more I feel, wow, it is so much harder to do it, to, to try to do it without love, to try to cut myself off from love and be like, no, it's me. I have to figure it out. And one of the thoughts and questions I kind of posed to myself that I, promised I'd follow up on with you all with that was basically this theme of, you know, thinking, okay, I have to do it. I have to figure it out. And realizing how when I do that, when I kind of take it too personally, if I'm the one doing this versus thinking, oh no, it's like God and me together, <laughs> love and me together, that It's easy for me to get into that headspace of it's me, I, 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 you know, I have to do it. I have to fix it. I have to figure it out. It's easy for me to get in that headspace when I'm feeling stressed. And especially if there's like a challenge or conflict. And that's probably the time where it's the hardest for me to remember and to invite myself to open up to love again because I've kind of cut off from it in those moments. And I've kind of cut off from the support of God's love. And so I wanted to play with, oh, wow, what if, what if I could remember in those moments to give it over to God, to give it over to love, to stop trying to be the one to force it and figure it out. And I totally had a moment like that where I was, you know, I was feeling kind of overwhelmed and stressed and my partner was feeling a little overwhelmed and stressed. And it felt like, oh, we were kind of having a moment of tension. And then I just internally kind of asked like, God, please be here with me. And basically it felt like this posture of just like, hey, I, I'm giving this over to you. I I know that I can't do it alone and I don't want to do it alone. I, I want your presence here with me, please. And it just, it was amazing. It's like the whole interaction shifted um, very organically, very gently and I felt like I was not only able to be really honest with Dylan but I was also able to honor myself and I just I felt this wave of ease kind of start to come in through me and just felt like oh yeah you know what oh we're okay <laughs> the sense of well-being really and so oh man that was just a one moment where I really played with that. And I invite you all to try that too. If you feel yourself going into that, I, 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 I have to figure it out. I have to do this. I have to 
control how people are perceiving me or control what's happening with this project or control whatever or or if or maybe it's just that you feel a sense of heaviness and responsibility see what happens when you say hey i want love to be part of this journey for me with me um and and please be here be here with me and then let love be your co-creator as you go about your life how fun how fun to co-create with love i mean i think we inevitably are co-creating with love but bringing some intention to it bringing some attention to that oh i think there's just so much possible there so that is our review and as i just let all this soak in now Ah, I feel, wow, well, one, these reviews always get kind of long because it's, it's, it's a lot to cover, you know, nine episodes basically, and then to see what, what themes pop out. But I am just so struck by how much love wants to be part of our lives and how much good comes from letting love be part of our lives, whether it's by choosing to be present and practicing pauses and and presencing activities, um, whether it's getting really curious about how you sense love, you know, how do you know that you feel loved? Whether it's building reminders into your life, whether it's literally written out reminders or letting things in your life be symbolic reminders, and whether it's opening up to you know, deeper and more, maybe even more specific experiences of love through God, through Jesus, whatever that looks like for you. And letting love move through us like waves, waves of love, like love wants to be part of our lives. And I think that the deeper I go into this love signals reality, and this is something I did mention on the last episode, 49, the more I'm just so struck by, it's not me doing this. Like I really feel like a vessel and I just want to be the best vessel I can be for love. And so that this love can, can grow and shine and bloom and become part of more people's lives because it's such a wonderful way to live. I feel like so much beauty, deep, deep, profound beauty has become integral to my life because of this project. And I feel so excited for what will come next from it. It just feels like such a wonderful way to live. And so play with love signals, explore for yourself. That is always the invitation here. Whatever resonates, great. Whatever doesn't, great. That's fine. Have your own adventure. This is really just about you and your direct relationship with love. And I am so excited for you all to continue to deepen that. If you want me to read certain books and talk about them or just, I don't know, riff on certain ideas or you just have certain things you want to share with me like, hey, I really loved this episode or, you know, I'm having this question around writing love letters please email me. I have an email address specifically for this podcast called lovesignalspodcast at gmail.com. 
I'd love to hear from you. I love it when I get emails there. In the meantime, I hope that you are well and there is so much love here for you. May you continue to feel it more and more every day in every way. And until next time, take care.